Welcome, friends, to the Recovering Reality Podcast. We are excited that you have joined us on our journey of helping individuals and communities step into a healthier place of recovery. If you're interested in recovery coaching at all, you can reach out to us directly. We can set up a consultation and you can jump over to the website at www.recoveringreality.com for more free resources to help you live out the healthiest and most sustainable recovery possible. Enjoy the podcast, guys. Welcome, friends another adventure this podcast definitely will be an adventure but welcome again hope you all are doing wonderful and have been enjoying the messages and podcast and um, want to jump right in today so just got off of a call with one of my clients and her life has just been powerfully transformed in the last I think it's probably eight or nine months now we've been working together and it's just awesome and continues to get even better and but she gave me some some feedback she loves my podcast and listens to it regularly but she said we were talking about stories actually I felt like God was giving me some insight for her so I told her I said expect we start getting more speaking opportunities and we quickly talked about um, the power of stories and I told her how when I go speak places sometimes I have no problem talking about my past and I talk about it all the time but not always but a lot of the time I just use generalities and I, I share about how bad it was but I sort of um, omit the detail of things on on purpose oftentimes there's reasons to it but she sort of nudged me and said certain stories that I've told on my podcast are ones that are, have been most impactful and I've heard that from other people as well and so I just I took her she flipped the script on me in the last five minutes of our call she did a little coaching session on me and nudged me to share more story the detail of stories from my past compare and contrasting to what life is like now so I just um, I said alright I'm going to get off the phone and do it I already got one in mind so here we go stories are nothing new on on this podcast but I do want to I will begin to be a bit more detailed because one of the one of the reasons why is because my life is so transformed and different these days it's it's wild you know um, for instance like just next week I'll be speaking at a town hall meeting with all sorts of very influential, impactful leaders. I'll be speaking at a um, monthly meeting for um, captains and chiefs of police and correctional facility officers. I'm the speaker at that meeting, a giant room filled with all those guys. I'm little old me. Um, I'll also be speaking in a church and I'll also be speaking at a community event about healing stuff. You know, like this just. It's, it's the norm in my life now. And I don't take it for granted. I don't say it to brag. I, I, this is the reason I say it. Because where I came from to where I'm at now, that level of transformation and growth is available for anybody that will truly step into it with God and take full responsibility, accountability for their life and grow and follow God. Not just go to church on Sundays and yay, I'm a, you know, I'm a Christian. That's great, okay? That's, I'm all for it, okay? But I'm talking about actually knowing God and following God. 
that continual journey there will bring about such transformation it's mind-boggling <laughs> I'm living it and it's available for anyone I'm not more special than anybody it's available for anybody that will engage and follow so that being said I want to tell a story <laughs> I want to tell a story about the first time I ever drove a car now most people I think the first time they ever drove a car I think generally speaking the most people is like in a parking lot in an abandoned parking lot with their mom or dad you know brother or sister or friend or whatever so that was not the case for me okay um, and I wanted to tell the story of it and just compare and contrast a couple of things okay if you've ever done anything in your life that you're just like why did I do that that wasn't me what was I thinking why did I it doesn't rule you out from what the possibilities of what you can still accomplish in your life okay the enemy loves that um, in our society they love that too to pick apart your past and your character to um, exclude you from anything in the future that may be of influence or impact they say well look what you did in your past it's like look at my past <laughs> if you had any idea the detail of it all and now what I'm living into change is possible grace is amazing and growth is we choose where we stop growing we choose so I was 15 years old my parents were out of town my mom dad um, two of my brothers and one of my sisters uh, all went to England for 10 days I had um, started my partying days um, just recently and I um, I took that as an invitation to well wait a minute if all supervision and authority over me is gone for 10 days then clearly I can do anything I want however I want with no consequences that was where my thinking was at as a 15 year old who had thrown themselves into the world of drugs and alcohol so um, it was day two or three and I had already been partying and we just sort of upped the ante and um, we just left school one day in the middle of the day it was probably early in the morning to be honest and we just started driving around and stealing beer from grocery stores and gas stations um, that probably started around noon or so give or take um, it never stopped we just kept going and going to different grocery store in the next city or here or there or whatever a big group of us you know 14 15 16 17 year old high school kids so now it is um, two three in the morning okay we had gone to the same grocery store twice already and my friend and I had decided well we we don't have enough for tomorrow so it would be foolish of us not to have any this is where our thinking had gotten us at to, at 2 a.m. in the morning it would be foolish for us to not have some ready for us tomorrow for whatever it is we want to do so let's go back to the exact same grocery store we've been to the last two times um, clearly you know they're not on to us if we've already gotten away with it twice let's go back to that same one and let's just grab you know a couple more cases for tomorrow and then we'll come home and we will uh we'll call it a night or a morning shall i say so my friend in all of our geniusness he takes the keys from another friend of mine who is sleeping and the keys in his pocket just happen to be his mom and dad's minivan who are also out of town and 
we take the minivan and we go down the dark back roads to the grocery store, which was maybe five minutes away. We pull into the grocery store. He leaves the car running, puts it in park. He says, you're driving, hop in the driver's seat. I'll be right out and jumps out of the car. And I'm like, what do I do? Say no. Like, what do I, I mean, my mental faculties weren't really in optimal thinking level. <laughs> That's the right way to say it. So in my geniusness, I jump in the driver's seat. Mind you, I've never even driven a car. I've never even driven a car. Never. Not in a parking lot. Nothing. Never. And okay, so here we go. He comes running out of the store. He has a case in each hand and a case under each arm. So he's running with four cases. The reason he is running is because the worker, manager, whoever is chasing him out of the store screaming. Clearly our third time back wasn't a good idea. Nothing I was doing that day or in that time period of my life was a good idea. None of it. He opens the sliding door, you know, the, the door that the side door of a minivan, sliding door, whatever, opens it, throws the cases into the car, slams it shut, hops in the driver's side seat. Go, 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 go. So what do I do? I floor it. I fly out of the parking lot onto the busiest street in the city. This is a city of um, 80,000 people roughly with in every corner, every you know, boundary around it is surrounding cities. It's like, it's a county that's like, I think five, 600,000 people. So it's just populated suburbia, right? I pull out of the grocery store onto the busiest street in the city. It's two, 3 a.m. Over the median, ba-boom, ba-boom. Slam the brakes to take a quick right back onto the second busiest street because that's the busiest intersection in the entire city, which just happens to be kitty corner from the police station. Again, we had not thought this through all the way. So I floor it after taking the own over the median and a quick right to get back on this other road and head back to the party. Sure enough, there's a police car pulling out of the police station at that exact moment. Immediately flips a U-turn, hits its lights, and I am 10 seconds into my first time ever driving a car, 10 hours or more into a drinking binge, and I am in a high-speed chase. And I haven't even had time to realize this is the first time I'm even ever driving a car, period. So I take off. There's no way I'm going to get caught at that time. Floor it head down to some back streets, driving like an idiot, I'm sure, because I'd never even driven a car, slam the brakes, hit the gas, da 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 going down residential back roads that are 25 miles an hour. Sure, it's 2, 3 in the morning, but I'm going, well, however, 50, 60, 70, I don't know, flying down these roads. We get to an area where we're pretty close to actually where my friend's house was at, and I slam... He, well, he, he says, stop, 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 stop. Now the adrenaline's pumping. And I, you know, you're wondering like, how could you remember all this? Well, the adrenaline can sober you up kind of quick and the adrenaline's pumping now. He says, stop, stop, stop. So I slam the brakes. He jumps out and runs. He books it across into a, a field in a big park. 
I drive another like 10 feet maybe or something. I, I barely drove at all. And I hit the brakes. I don't put it in park. I just slam the brakes and jump out. Van rolls into a pole and I go booking it, hopping fences. Immediately, um, you, know, you know, so I hop two or three fences and I'm hiding in the corner of a yard and there's the, you know, blue and red strobe lights, <laughs> police lights flashing through the little, you know, gaps in the fence and I can see it. and immediately there's two three four cars there and i'm i'm hopping fences and i'm hiding in in backyards um adrenaline has sobered me up somewhat and i i get my bearings and i realize i have a friend that lives a block away i hop fences i get there i at this point now for some reason i thought if i took my shirt off i'll be unrecognized i don't have any idea what i was thinking maybe i was just sweating so much i don't know took my shirt off and just threw it somewhere and I get to my friend's house. I'm at my friend's house and I realize it's really late. I'm like, I can't knock on the door. So I check the cars that are in the driveway and it's his mom's car, it's a Jeep. It just happens to be open. I crawl in the back seat. She happens to have a blanket. I wrap it around myself. I fall asleep. I wake up. It's probably two, three hours later, 6 a.m. whatever, 7 a.m. I wake up in my, funny even thinking back through all of this here i am blanket over my shoulders no shirt soaked stinking of alcohol all the sweat coming out of me is just alcohol i knock on the door at 7 a.m his mom answers hey is so-and-so home oh yeah he is and she's just looking at me like what what in the what is going on what who she goes and gets him he takes one look at me and he's like dude come come downstairs hurry i go downstairs his mom's like knocking on the door. What is going on? Why does my car smell like sweat? What is, who is that? What is happening? And anyways, I take a shower at his house. I get some clothes and I head back to school. You know, my parents are in England. You know, there's no consequences. I can do whatever I want. So I thought I head back to school around lunch. My friends see me immediately. They're like, dude, you got to get out of here. The police are here at school looking for you. So we rendezvous. And we just decide, you know what, just, let's, we're just going to go turn ourselves in, man. They can't arrest us for drunk driving. They can't get us on a ton of charges that they could have got us if they was caught us in the act. Let's just go turn ourselves in. So we do just that. And it actually really helped us. They um, appreciated it. So we go turn ourselves in. We're there for a couple of hours. We get a couple of charges, and they let us go. We walk out the front door, okay? My friend picks us up, and... He has a couple of more stops to make to do whatever. So we, we go and do that. And one of the stops that he makes, I see somebody who I had a past with and clearly was still not in my right mind. And I hop out the car and I just walk up and I punch the kid. Not even like, I'll finish the story. Hop back in the car, sitting back in the car right in front of the building and Somebody gets the license plates. Clearly our names are already on the radar of the police from early morning actions. We drive back to his house. As we're driving back to his house, the police are already there. Stop, stop us. Yanks me out of the back seat, smashes my head into the cement, cuffs me, throws me in the car, takes me to jail. I spend the next few days in a group home or whatever, waiting for my parents to get back. Some of you might be listening and you're like, why? Okay, so why tell this story? Um, or what was wrong with you?
I came from a good home. Like there's no drugs or alcohol in my home or example of chaos. There wasn't. So what was wrong with you? Why were you this? Why were you that? You know, that's getting into all that is I've gotten into in a lot of other podcasts. Okay. But I, there's multiple reasons. One is this. Okay. Just because you've done something you didn't want to do when you weren't thinking, when you reacted quickly without thinking the consequences all the way through and what you were doing. And that is a mark on your past. Don't let the lies that can come in and flood our thinking disqualify you from stepping into your destiny, okay? Grace comes and erases the past. God comes and forgives. And the spiritual, when we submit to the real spiritual authority that is God, he doesn't just like, oh, well, good job. You know, let's try and squeak you through life, you, you damaged product, you. He comes and makes you whole. He comes and uses what the enemy tried to kill you with to actually make a life for you. And he comes and he sets you completely free. And now you can use the bad in your life to actually spread a message of good to help others and keep them out of the mess. The other thing is this, okay? Using, and I just alluded to it, but now I'm positioned and I have a weapon. The weapon that tried to kill me is now in my hands for good, okay? Let me tie this into a quick biblical picture. I won't, I'll, I'll be quick, okay? King David is a teenager. He's already received a prophetic word about being the king. He finds himself shortly thereafter through a string of circumstances. He's at the front lines of battle where everybody's terrified of David. Every, sorry, everyone's terrified of Goliath. He says, what is wrong with you guys? Why are you all afraid of him? God's on our side. He picked up his stones. He went out and he killed Goliath. He slayed the giant that everybody was terrified of like that. Here's the fun part, okay? He then went up and he took the weapon that the enemy was going to kill him with. He took his own sword, picked it up, and he finished Goliath off by removing his head from his neck. He killed the enemy with his own weapon. With the weapon the enemy tried to kill him with, he took it in his hands and killed the enemy. And then... What it says is it says that it sent a charge through the entire Israelite army. All of them then all of a sudden got a charge of courage and chased down the Philistines and wiped them out, which they could have done all along. None of them just had the courage to believe God and step into the place of battle. What it was that your addiction, your issues, your problems, your what the enemy tried to kill you with, okay, When you step into a place of relationship with God, when you start following Jesus, really following, what the enemy used to try and kill you now becomes the weapon that you finish him off with. My life now, my entire life now is helping people get out of the mess that I was stuck in for so long. Helping people not get into the mess that I was stuck in for so long. Now I get to partner with community organizations. Now I get to partner with city leaders, county leaders, these people to partner with them to be 
unashamedly to be a beacon of hope that has been completely set free, that is a trophy of grace. It's all grace. It's a trophy of grace. And I get to use the weapon that the enemy used to try and kill me. I get to use it to destroy him now in the lives of countless individuals, regions, cities, organizations. And I'm just getting started. What is an area of your life that you have been tormented in? That God is saying, let's rise above this. Let's get free from it. And then I'll actually use the bad from your past as good for your future. What is the thing that you've done, okay, that you wish you wouldn't have done, and that was done to you, that you don't talk to anybody about, or so on and so forth? Let's get really healed from it, and then let's use that as a platform that we stand on to set other people free or to stop them from stepping into it in the first place. I have a feeling that this has got some of your wheels spinning and some of you thinking about some certain things. And I pray that it does, but no matter what you've been through, what you've done, what's been done to you, it does not disqualify you from walking out your destiny. God can do anything, period. My life is an example of it. Countless other people's lives are examples of it. And he'll do it in your life. Are you willing to partner with him to allow him? Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us, friends, on the fastest growing recovery podcast out. We consider it a great privilege to be able to share this free resource with you that encourages and empowers you to live into a healthy and sustainable recovery. You guys can help us by sharing this on your social media platforms and with friends who you think could benefit from this. And if you want to go a step further and help us get the word out even more, you can leave us a five star rating and a short review on the Apple podcast page about how this podcast has helped you live into a healthier and more powerful recovery in your own personal life. Thank you guys. Connect again soon.